Wait on it. Hallelujah. Be encouraged while you wait. Seek his face while you wait. Say, Lord, I love you. Lord, I trust you. All my hope is in you. Just wait. Wait, wait. Hallelujah. Seems like, you know, we don't want to wait. <laughs> a lot of times we don't want to wait, you know, because we got so much hustle and muscle around us all the time. You know, goodness gracious, you know, it's hard to even keep up with everything. You know, uh, especially as the older we get, or I might as well say the younger, the younger, older generation. <laughs> the more there's so much going on, you know, technology. Yeah. But you know, I believe God is in technology. He's the one that calls people That's to right. experience it and, and, right. and create it. Right. Waiting is not fun. Like Charles, like Charles Stanley saying, each day you wake up what, hoping for some tidbit of good news, but it doesn't come or you receive a negative report. And how many of us have received that? negative report and just was not sure what was going to happen next. I experienced it uh, with unemployment after being laid off for 11 weeks, almost 12 weeks before an answer came. You know, and goodness gracious, normally I'd get an answer within a week. So 11, 12 weeks, woo! And you see what? Longer delays ahead. You know, that's what I was seeing. That's what I was experiencing. It can be very frustrating. No wonder Proverbs 13, 12 tells us what hope deferred makes the heart sick. The longer you wait to see your desires fulfilled, the more discouraged your heart grows. That is, of course, unless what your hope and trust is centered specifically, you know, especially centered on God, on the Lord. Hope deferred is waiting. All right. Let your heart, what, be encouraged by putting your hope in the living Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And wait on the Lord. That's my thought today. Wait on the Lord. Hallelujah. Seems like it's something we've always said, you know. Uh, we've heard it how many times? Time and time again. Wait on the Lord. But, you know, it's important for those of us who put our trust and our faith in the Lord. Because we got to realize that we can't take it into our own hands and fix it. You know, most of the time we just break it or make it worse, you know, or make it difficult. Some of us, I don't know, you know, we think we can really handle it. But <laughs> the Lord is just trying to get our attention, you know, and sometimes he'll allow us to go through that. You know, he'll allow you to, to stumble and fall just so he can help you get up. Just so you realize you need him to get up. Wait on the Lord, for his timing is perfect and exclusively for you and for me. Hallelujah. This is for Lottie, Dottie, and everybody. I don't know if you ever heard that one. Lottie, Dottie, and everybody needs to wait on the Lord, needs to learn to walk with him, needs to learn to trust in him. Hallelujah. We must, what, keep our eyes on Jesus, and he will, what, make sure that we are prepared for the blessings that have our names on them. Amen, church? There are blessings with your name on it. There's blessings. Hallelujah. There's breakthrough. There's healing with your name on it. There's financial uh, you know, provision for you as you walk with God. Hallelujah. One of the most difficult lessons that you will learn is to wait on God. However what? It is crucial that you understand how truly important waiting on Him is. 
you know, when you wait on him, that shows that you trust in him. That shows that you, you're quitting, you know, you're not quitting your confidence in your own self. Yeah, the word of God says, have no confidence in the flesh. Amen. For the flesh will just discourage you and come up short every time. Walk what? In the spirit and you will not fulfill the life, the lust of the flesh. Hallelujah. The, the, the flesh has its place. We as humans, we have our place. But the bottom line is nothing works when it comes to walking in the spirit opposed to walking in the flesh. The flesh works against the spirit and the spirit works against the flesh. They just don't work together. But it's amazing how God put us together. We are, you know, we're in this body. But then when we receive Jesus, what? The Holy Spirit came in. And the Holy Spirit is, is what's, he's the one that's trying to really rule. Jesus, what? Is supposed to be Savior. And then he should be Lord. And when he is Lord, that means we surrender. We yield. We give everything to him. You know, uh, and of course, we, we're not used to that. You know, we want to do it. We're used to doing it our way. We're used to going in our own way, you know, and just working it out for ourselves, no matter how it looks. But when, when God wants us to walk with him. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, when we look at Isaiah 63, uh, verses 7, right on through to verses 19, key points is this. God was preparing judgment for Judah, but he was arranging the deliverance of the people who remained obedient to him. You know, God has to, he has to keep his word. Yeah. Hallelujah. His judgment is true. His judgment is, is holy. Is, is this, you know, his, what he says is what's important. Hallelujah. Most important. God knows what's best. So, of course, he had to what? Prepare judgment. He had to prepare correction. You know, it's not that God wanted to destroy Judah because he loved Judah. But in judgment, he, he was able to what? Chastise and correct. Hallelujah. He whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth and scourgeth as what? Sons and daughters. But what? He was arranging deliverance uh, of the people who remain obedient. So the key is that everybody just wasn't going to be obedient. But the question is, are we going to be obedient, church? Are we going to do what the word of God says? Are we going to do what thus saith the Lord? And I believe that if, with our minds made up, we can do it. And, you know, the key is that God helps us to be, be obedient. He helps us to be faithful. He helps us to be willing. If you what, are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Isaiah Amen. 1 and 19. Amen. The good of the land. What is the good of the land? Whoa. And I can't even describe Amen. it all. It's indescribably delicious. I know you heard that word when it comes to one of those candy bars. Indescribably delicious. But God's land is indescribably delicious. It may have some ups and downs in that land, but God wants to bring forth fruit that will reward you from that land. Hallelujah. The only hope was what? To wait on God to rescue them from captive and captivity and experience the sure hope and deliverance that they were they rightfully should have received when the time was right. There's a time what and place 
for everything the Bible says. Yeah. And God has what? The appointment. He knows the right time. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we are always saying, well, God, it looks like you ain't going to never get this straight for me. How long have I been dealing with this? How long, Lord? How long do I have to wait? But God is saying, you wait. You do it. You do it. You do what I told you to do, and you will see your reward. You will not regret it. The key, though, is that in waiting, what? He develops character. He develops confidence in us. He develops renewing strength and assurance that if God said it, I know he'll do it. Hallelujah. If he did it before, he'll do it again. Uh Yeah, but waiting on him simply verifies that we trust him. Amen. We trust him. Amen. Praise God. So I said what? 49.23 says, promises, uh, it promises you will what? Know that I am the Lord. Those who hope in me will not be disappointed. So church, let's look forward to what God will do with joyful expectation and confident hope. Hallelujah. Joyful expectation. Like we begin to do today in the songs, in the worship, in the praises. This is, a, this is what God wants. And God, I think, even wants more. He wants us to take a, a, another, you know, another step and see if we can go a little deeper. You know, go and walk with him and draw a little closer. This is what God wants. This is why I think he, he acts on behalf of those who wait for him. He, he, he acts. What, happened when God, what happens when God acts? Amazing things happen. Hallelujah. Then, uh, hearts are, are touched. Hearts are changed yes. from stony hearts to hearts that will believe him. Hearts that will walk with him. Hearts that will turn to him. Hearts, even when you stumble and fall, Got your heart, God will take your heart up because your heart is is leaning towards Him. He'll help you to get back up and brush yourself off and keep on going. Hallelujah! A heart like the heart of King David, a heart Hallelujah that sought God even when he messed up so bad, horribly messed up, had so much going on in his life, trouble here, trouble there, trouble with sons, trouble with uh, even the king. The king wanted to kill him. But he had a heart that turned towards God because he could have turned around and, and hurt the king, killed the king. But the Lord said, no, this is my, this is my anointing. Don't, don't do him no harm. Hallelujah. I will take care of him. So David was waiting on the Lord even then. He was dependent on God when he could have done, took it in his own hands. When we take it in our own hands, Boy, what, what, what can happen if we don't turn around and just give it back to God? Hallelujah. God taught David's uh, hands to walk, but in the wall, hallelujah, he was able to raise his hands and, and surrender his hands and surrender his heart to God. Hallelujah. And God was able to fight every battle and win for him. I say, church, wait on the Lord. Wait on him. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, uh, the best what is yet to come hallelujah the best is yet to come for each of us and what for the body of Christ as his glorious church the best what eyes have not seen ears have not heard neither has it entered into the heart the things that God has prepared for those that love him and that's the God we serve his acts are where he what gives 
and gives and gives and he never stops giving. What? Because of his love and his mercy is so abundant. Hallelujah. Whoa, what a God we serve. What a mighty God. What an amazing God that we serve. He is just amazing, church. Hallelujah. I bless him today. Amen. Isaiah 40, again, shows us why we should uh, wait on the Lord. It's just saying here, um, uh, why then do you, Jacob, inheritors of God's promise, you, Israel, chosen of God, why do you say, my troubled path is hidden from the eternal? God knows, he knows your path. God has lost all interest in my cause. What? Don't you know? Haven't you heard the eternal and the everlasting God, the creator of the whole earth, never gets tired of weary. His wisdom is what? Beyond understanding. God strengthens the weary and what gives vitality to those worn down by age and care. God is there for you. Hallelujah. Young people will get tired. Strapping young men, I mean strong young men, you know, they, they think that they got that strength because they're young. They, they are young, they are strong, but they've got to realize they still need God, otherwise they stumble and fall. But those who trust what? In the eternal God will regain their strength. They will soar on wings of eagles. They will run and, and never get weary. They'll never get winded and never weary. They will walk, never tired, and never be faint. Isn't that something? That's what happens when you wait on God. Hallelujah. He knows how to bring you through. He knows how to help you to overcome. Hallelujah. Say that promise. Remember that promise. Meditate on that promise. The NIV says it another way. But the key is that what? You're waiting on the Lord. All right? Say that prayer as a promise unto God, our faithful God, and Jesus Christ, who is faithfully praying to the Father for us. I think that's amazing, though, because God, what? I don't know if you ever thought about it. Did you ever think about the fact God's waiting on us? He's waiting on us. Hallelujah. Jesus is waiting on us. You know, he's waiting on us. You know, he prayed for Peter. And that Peter would not fail. After Peter failed miserably, he prayed, but he said, What? Peter, you are the rock. And upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So God's waiting on us to, to do. He's just waiting on us. He's faithfully, what? He's patiently. Hallelujah. He's waiting on us with long suffering yeah. and tender mercy and loving kindness. He wants to see us uh, fulfilled in what he has ordained us to be. Hallelujah. He has a certain thing, just like Jesus. Jesus uh, Jesus saw it before it ever happened. He saw us. You know, and this is one of the reasons why he what? He did what he had to do. He waited upon his father, even to the point of death. He gave his all for us. Hallelujah. God understands what? Uh, we, we're praying for the Father, but uh, uh, as he what? Uh, works it out for us. There are what? A multitude of brothers and sisters that Jesus is faithfully praying for. And God understands what? Our trials. He understands our difficulties. He understands our delays. 
But what? We, if we commit ourselves to waiting on him, as Luke 9, 23 says, hallelujah, he will just simply bring us out. All right? It's talking about here. If anyone desires to come after me, let him or her deny themselves, take up their cross daily, and follow me. Living the principle, denying yourself, puts each of us in what? A season of waiting and trusting and depending on the Lord. You may feel somewhat lost or discouraged or unmotivated, but be assured that God has not forgotten you or me. Hallelujah. He hadn't forgotten you. So just wait on him. Just put your trust in Just continue to exercise your faith in him. Hallelujah. And you will see that he will bring you out. Yes, he will. He'll bring you forth. Hallelujah. Um, be assured that God has not forgotten you or me. He's always at work. And what? Moment by moment, he's preparing what? The best outcome for your situation yes. in a way that is what? Better than you can ask or think. Ephesians what? 3.20 and 21. Um, what? He is able to do exceedingly abundant and above all that we ask or think according to the power that's working and living and abiding in us. And that power, what, is the Holy Spirit. That power is the Word of God. This is why, you know, it's so important for us to just stay, stay in that Word. Because that Word is full of power and life. And I always say this, that God has, what, a truckload full of blessings and surprises for you. God has some surprises with your name on He has some truckload of them. Hallelujah, you can't even imagine that. You know, can you imagine heaven and the greatness of heaven? And there's what? A storeroom. There's mansions in heaven. There's storeroom in heaven. There is a place, there's a storehouse with, with your name on it in heaven. Hallelujah. But God's not just holding it for you there. He's holding it and he's releasing what you need from heaven as you are here on earth. As you are waiting upon him, hallelujah, as you are bringing your request, what, with thanksgiving before him, not being anxious for anything, but what, with thanksgiving, making your request known to God, what, and his peace, what, will be manifested to you through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Wait on him, church. Wait on him. His, um, God has surprises, what, for us. His precious sons and daughters, we are bought with what? That costly price of Jesus that was paid on the cross. He paid that price, what? With his sinless, blameless, selfless, um, shedding his what? Pure, holy, life-giving blood for the remission of our sins. Hallelujah. I don't know if I need to say that one more time. But we are bought with that costly price that Jesus paid on the cross with his sinless, blameless, selfless shedding of the pure, life-giving blood for the remission of our sins. And we were what? Worthy of death. Sure death. We were worthy of it, church. But thanks be to God that Jesus waited and gave his all to God for us. He gave his all to God the Father. And of course, God the Father, it pleased God the Father so much that he raised him up. 
into newness of life. He was what? The first of many brothers and sisters. And so we are going to follow. We will be raised up in the same way. Hallelujah. We will experience abundant life and then eternal life in the presence of God the Father. Can you just imagine what it's going to be like yes. to just to be in the presence of the Lord? Hallelujah. Just to hear him say, well done. You've been faithful over a few things. Now I'm going to make you ruler over much. Hallelujah. Free spirit worship church family. God, hallelujah, has a blessing with your name on it. Oh, yes, Lord. Wait on the Lord and your joy will be great with his peace, his love, his goodness, and his mercy. And that's what it's all about. God acts on behalf of those who wait on him. Hallelujah. Amen. There's more to this message, church. I've been studying. I, 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 get, I, I went back into Pet Chin a little bit. And Pet Chin was amazingly talking about this, too. You know, the importance as we wait during what? A time of special sacrifices that were offered to the Lord. It was a time of inquiring of the Lord and hearing his voice, of worshiping him in his house. And of course, all work was to cease, for it was a time of rest in God. Although we are not under the Old Testament laws, their principles remain as beacons of light for us to follow. Jesus Christ quoted from them often and said he didn't come to abolish these laws, but to fulfill them. In other words, these principles now find meaning and expression in our living relationship with him. Strict guidelines were given. For this time of drawing near to God had to be done in God's way. So church, we're in this consecration now, but I believe God wants us to go further. Hallelujah. He wants us to just continue to draw close to him for, you know, for the rest of the year. Develop a time, you know, even if it ain't but uh, uh, every Wednesday or every Tuesday or every, you know, Friday through, uh, you know, just Give God some time. Give him consecration. Turn down a meal. Just continue to draw close to him. The more you, you turn down and deny yourself, the more you're going to experience the presence of the Lord. The more you're going to experience that strength that Charles Stanley is talking about, that victory that he's talking about. Hallelujah. That peace in the midst of your difficulties. God wants us to set aside time regularly to seek his face and to hear his voice, and to know him better. Yeah. Our sacrifices aren't lambs and rams. Today, what? We sacrifice our time and effort. Going deeper in God always requires sacrifice, waiting on him. It's a principle that uh, today's church has lost. We sacrifice time for work, time with our families, uh -huh. money, planning, and more. We lavish upon what? The Lord willingly and joyfully. For nothing is more valuable than knowing him. Amen. So as we wait on him, hallelujah, we are going to experience an amazing blessing. And that is what? God himself. Hallelujah. We bless God today for his word. We bless God. Hallelujah. There's so much more, but I know I have to cut it off. <laughs> but praise God. Wait on him, church. 
be of good cheer, courage, and he will strengthen your heart. Blessed are all those who wait for me. Waiting patiently does not come easy to you, but it is nonetheless very good for you. You long what? To plan ahead and make definitive decisions, make things happen, but there is a time for that. But this is what? Not that time. Now is a time for sitting in my presence. Trust in me with your whole being. This dis discipline will bring a wealth of blessing your way. While you obediently wait on me, you are building up equity for those not yet blessed, not yet blessings. There's some blessings to come that we haven't even experienced yet, church. Wow. And bottom line is God is not just doing that for us, but he's doing it for the one that's hurting. He's doing it for the one that's blind. He's doing it for the one that's bound up in the prison house. The one that's homeless and on the street corner. Oh, Lord, God has got a blessing for them. And that is what? To bring true peace and true healing to their lives. Oh, yes, that's what he wants. And because what? They are filled in the mystery of the future. You cannot see them clearly like you. You know, God wants us to see everything clear. But we have to continue to draw close to it for the veil to be torn down. Other blessings are for what? The present and then what? The very process of waiting for me is beneficial. It keeps your soul on tiptoe as you look up to me and hope. You ever been on your tiptoes as a child? You know, just trying to see or get, see something that you can't see otherwise? Well, that's the way it is with God. He, he, he's got us on tiptoe because there's something else he wants us to experience. You know, you acknowledge that I am in control and you rest in my goodness. Amen. Though you may not understand why you have to wait so long, I bless you as you choose to trust me with all your heart. Yes. Trust me with all your heart. Blessed are all those who wait for me. Amen. Hallelujah. Blessed. That's an amazing, amazing state. Hallelujah. Blessed. Hallelujah. Everything that you need and everything that you think you need and then everything that you don't even realize you need is in the blessing of waiting. Hallelujah. Bless you. Bless God's people. Father, I just thank, thank you for each and every one that has heard this word today. And I pray, Lord, that you would just build us up that we might have a mind to wait on you. Hallelujah. To depend on you. To turn to you. I don't care what's going on. Lord God, I have brothers and sisters right now. Uh, even though they didn't see it or per perceive that they were waiting on you, they're waiting on you. They're looking to you. They're depending on you, Lord. Hallelujah. Some have miracle needs right now. And so, Father, we're just bringing those needs to you even right now. Hallelujah. And you, by your power, you're going out. Hallelujah. Your healing word is going out, Lord. Hallelujah, you're renewing strength, you're renewing minds, you're renewing, hallelujah, bodies. Hallelujah, you're renewing hope. Hallelujah, then even for the first time, Lord, you're bringing new life and new hope to those who never had it before because they're trusting Jesus as their Lord and their Savior in this hour. And then, Lord, in the hour to come, we pray for those that are, it's time, Lord, for them to come in. There's a time and a place and they're coming in. They're receiving you as Lord and Savior today. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Strengthen the body of Christ now. Strengthen, oh God, our church family. 
Hallelujah. Then strengthen our new brothers and sisters that they might stand, Lord, and know that when they depend on you, when they trust you, when they wait on you, then, God, you will prove yourself every time. Hallelujah. You act on those who trust you and wait on you. We thank you right now. Strengthen, Lord, from the youngest to the oldest. Touch many families, Lord, many households that are not even in our presence. Touch and heal and deliver them today. Oh, God, tear down the strongholds. Break the back of the enemy. Satan, take your hand off of God's people. The name of Jesus is a strong tower, and the righteous run in and they are saved. We command deliverance now by the authority of Jesus Christ. Lord, you're taking us to a higher height and a deeper depth. And so, Father, have your way in our lives. Oh, God, hallelujah, bless this leadership team. Hallelujah, take us to the place where you would have us to be. There's a harvest of souls at stake. Father God, the enemy doesn't want that to come out. But the devil's got to move in the name of Jesus. We declare victory. We declare deliverance. We declare breakthrough in the name of Jesus. Those that need jobs, those that need housing, whatever it is that they need, Lord, they stand in need. My God will supply all of your need according to the riches that are in Christ Jesus. Strengthen us now. Hallelujah. With the strength of God. Oh, God, have your way in our lives. We give you praise. Now, touch in the White House. Touch, oh God, on the street corner. Touch in the jailhouse. Touch, Lord, in each and every household. Yes, Lord, let it begin in the houses again. Father, let it throw down the guns. Throw down, oh God, the swords. Throw down the weapons and pick up the word of God. Hallelujah. Turn everything, Lord. You said that it would turn, oh God, those weapons into plowshells and pruning hooks. Yeah, Father, we thank you now. Hallelujah. We believe your word. Hallelujah. Touch, Lord, our young people. Bring deliverance in their lives. Say and let them go now in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, you just anoint us afresh to pray, Lord. Hallelujah. To pray, touch it. You make that things happen. You want things to happen, Lord. Hallelujah. We want to see miracles. And we give you praise because it's going to happen in the name of Jesus. We give you all the praise now. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Blessed are those who wait, hallelujah, on the Lord, in Jesus' name. Praise God, hallelujah, amen, hallelujah.